Hey guys, Divine Still Simon here. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, I'm going to do a little bit of rambling here at the beginning, and then we'll kind of see where where we'll wind up. Um, kind of update you, I guess, um, recovering after that bad trip. Uh, I did trip, you know, on schedule two weeks later after that, um, but uh, the dose ended up being really low. Um, I mean, I took, I took four grams, but it felt like a two gram trip. <laughs> it was a uh, pretty, pretty dull. Although I did find one interesting thing out of it. Um, in the bad trip, right? I, we experienced a, uh, a nothing that was, it was different than the void. It was different than the abyss. It was just a nothing. And I ended up encountering on the next trip, uh, this last trip, I ended up encountering a realm of, like, everything. Like, just everything exists in this place. Um, I toyed around with it. I, I met it with kind of, like, almost just an indifference... Like, it's something that exists for sure, but I don't really know what to do with it. I tried doing a couple different things, like saying maybe that's where souls come from or that's where we come from, you know, or somehow it's the same as the spirit realm um, or the mushroom realm, whatever you want to call it, or the realm of ideas or thoughts. But I wasn't really for sure, actually. It almost seemed... um, it almost seemed kind of like a place. I, I came up with, with the the one idea that I came up with. That I thought that was okay was like when you have a piece of paper and you draw on the piece of paper, right? The piece of paper starts off blank, and then you draw whatever it is onto it, right? Where do you grab those colors from? So my idea was that. Um, the universe as like a blank canvas when it starts out and then God takes from somewhere else and injects it into the universe in order to create things right so he would take stuff from the everything place and put it into the um into the the universe the thing is is the the place where everything is wouldn't decrease it would never you know, not have the stuff that it has in it, and this is one of those things where this would, this would be something separate from God, um, it wouldn't be God itself, himself, and God would be separated from this thing, uh, at least in modern Christianity, so, anyways, so that was one of the things I toyed around with on the last trip, but, Probably more importantly, and probably what I would prefer to, to talk about here, is the recovery from the bad trip. <laughs> um, and I'm honestly, I'm at the point now, right now, where I feel like I could, I could redo that exact same trip uh, again, and I think I'd be just fine now. Like I, I don't, like hindsight looking at it is is so different than looking at it face value, or at the time, yeah, when you're staring it in the face, um, there's, like, a lot of things 
emotions that you're feeling and things that are going through your head and whatnot. And obviously you're high and everything like that. But now hindsight, you know, looking at it back now, you know, some of the some of the problems and why they occurred were obviously my fault. And I don't know. I just felt like if I faced the same place again, this nothingness place, I think I'd be able to analyze it a lot better. I think I'd be able to look at it a little bit better because I know where it's at and I know I could survive it again. You know, um, it's just it's like when you meet something new, when you when you experience something completely new for the first time. You know, it's like the first time you ride a roller coaster. You're, you're as you're experiencing that something new. It seems really frightful. It seems really, you know, crazy and out there. But uh, you know, if uh, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Oh, there's another problem that I'm having right now. Uh, this is as a result after this bad trip, this last bad trip. Uh, my day-to-day life has now become almost indescribable i am having a really hard time with uh with word with certain words or trying to get certain ideas across um like i was talking to my dad and my dad's you know pretty fundamentalist and usually me and him have conversations about the bible about christianity and things like that and I want to get certain ideas across to him, and I can't even begin to get, like, base-level ideas across to him without them sounding, you know, weird or off or just not in line with what we usually talk about or the way that we usually talk, even though, me personally, I don't feel like what I'm talking about is any different or the way that I'm talking about it is any different, but just it I'm just not able to verbalize and take my speech as far as my thoughts my thoughts go so much further and it gets to a point where I can't hold on to those thoughts even though I know I had them I've know I know I've went down like a long series path of of thoughts that have led me to something something that seemed you know pretty important or something that I should remember or something like that but as as I am just going about in my daily life and as I'm doing things like trying to sit down and do the podcast this is one of the reasons I haven't posted in, in a little while here now is I can't bring some of those thoughts back for some reason um, I just go too far with them they, they go too far to the point where, uh, I mean, they seem, well, I don't know, but see, I mean, this is a perfect example right here, it's like, I, I can't even possibly just start to describe where I end up sometimes, you know, so, uh, this fits in with, like, a lot of things that I'm experiencing right now, uh, right now I'm experiencing things like, uh, like super increased hearing like my uh my hearing has been increased um like i can if if i stop and i concentrate like i can hear like the buzzing of lights 
um, like a like the electrical buzzing of lights around me, even though, you know, I don't like nobody else hears them, and really I can I I hear them when I'm concentrating on them. If I'm not concentrating on them, you can't hear them. It's not like they're that loud, but you know, if you just listen, if you stop and just listen, I can hear you know things that I don't remember hearing in the past. <laughs> There's that. Uh, I'm... God, I don't want this... I don't want any of these things to sound, like, incredibly weird or anything like that, but I'm I'm seeing kind of things out of the corner of my eye, like little, uh... <laughs> I guess as you were a kid, you used, to, you used to always say that, you know, you saw, like, little gnomes running around, or little elves running around in the corner of your eye, you know, like little shadow like runs across just out of the corner of your eye but you didn't see but if you look you don't see anything you know things like that or just kind of seeing like like past into reflection uh like like looking through like your your blacks like when your screen is turned off on your tv or on your computer where you're just looking past there and you can see what's on the other side you know and just looking at things from different angles like that. Like right now, I can look in, look at my computer. My computer's got a, a glass, um, a glass panel here, so that way I can see inside, and I can see all the components, and I got some LED lights in there, and everything like that. Well, right now, the thing that sticks out is the reflection, and as I can see the the backside of the um, the microphone, and uh, I can see like a different angle on my mouse. And, and the keyboard and things like that. So I'm seeing that. I'm seeing things like little things out of the corner of my eye. I'm also like feeling little things um, accompanying sometimes with these. And now none of these are scary, you know. Although every once in a while I'll get a I'll get a scary one. Um, it's usually you know just before bedtime or. Uh, so the other thing is the dreams have gotten pretty crazy. They've gone up just a whole nother notch now. Like I, I've I've been saying constantly throughout the podcast how my dreams have been steadily been increasing since I've started taking mushrooms. Well now, <laughs> now I'm to the point I'm probably having about a dozen dreams a night, and some of them are getting really really um <laughs> I don't know what the right word is they're really real no I don't know they're not real because you still know their dreams but uh I for instance I, I had a dream uh where it was me and my cousins and my uncle my uncle that's uh, that's not alive and um I'm interacting with them and in the dream two years worth of time passes and I know that because the conversation before I woke up was I was I was talking to them about an event that had occurred two years prior and I remember that event solidly so an event that happened two years earlier in the dream that I was talking to them to about and then you know then I woke up so 
I'm starting to have some dreams like that where, uh, or, or dreams where their history or timeline follows from another dream that I had had previously. Now, some of these dreams are getting so complex that, you know, like, there's no way I could ever describe, you know, or remember even everything that happened in them. I mean, they're, some of them are just as complex as life itself, and really the only thing you can bring back is, like, the extreme events that you can remember as soon as you wake up. So, yeah, I'm starting to have about, I, I honestly think last night I probably had 12 dreams, uh, the night before, something like that as well, and I wake up, uh, I've been waking up in the night, basically I'll have a dream, and I'll wake up, and then I'll, I'll uh, you know, go back to bed, and I'll, I'll have another dream, and I'll wake up again, and I, I basically wake up like every two hours at night right now, um, so this whole weekend I felt really exhausted, <laughs> like, I went to Walmart to get my oil changed and everything like that, and it was just a whole ordeal. And by the time I got out of Walmart, I was so stressed. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't horrible, but uh, but I could definitely feel um, a lot of uh, exhaustion having you know spent so much time you know there and dealing just with people and things that I had to do and. So, I don't know. I was reading up on Nietzsche and uh, Jung and how their isolation. And I also was, um, I also started reading Conan again. Conan the Barbarian by um, Howard. And uh, Howard also was, uh, was another one of these, you know, intellectual types that became incredibly depressed people like, uh, oh, what's the, what's the Cthulhu guy, um, Cthulhu, the guy that wrote those stuff, anyways, um, there's almost a sense with the mushrooms that that's kind of, uh, it's kind of some of the stuff that I'm starting to get out of it, you know, I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think that things are so complex outside of our little world, um, <laughs> what would you say? See, in the Cthulhu myth- mythos, it's basically these gods are so, um, are so far, um, apart from us. They're so far above us. They have to deal with so much more stuff than us that our little things are just not of any consequence to theirs like we're just like not on their radar at all you know and um I wonder I I just I wonder how much you know like I said there a lot of people like to talk about like you know God sending people to hell for things that they've done on earth and you know, I've always sitting there and questioned, you know, how much really are we to blame for, you know, some of the things that we do and we don't do, and, you know, and I'm sure there are some things, obviously, that, you know, we're obviously not supposed to do, but just in general, in your general life and everything, like, how much is God going to hold you accountable? I'm starting to think he might, he just might not care a whole lot, you know what I mean? Um, 
but I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, this is definitely definitely a break off from, you know, uh, strong fundamentalist Christianity. When you sit there and you start to say, <sighs> you know, I'm I'm pretty sure God's gonna forgive you for almost anything you can do. I mean, there's just examples. I, I'm pretty sure I brought this up before of just people that, you know, they get in like a car wreck or something like that and they get brain damage. And after the brain damage, their personality is permanently changed, you know? Um, so it, it, in the case of one, one of the examples is this actor from the San, Sons of Anarchy. He was on that, uh, on that TV show, Sons of Anarchy. Um, but he, everybody says he was like a really nice guy and then one day he got into a motorcycle accident and then then after that he just was he was not the same and he ended up becoming like kind of crazy and kind of violent and everything like that and it's like how much of that was his fault and how much of that was some sort of brain damage disease i know i've talked about this before but i mean this is a it's kind of a good point to bring up, you know, when you sit there and you, you know, talk about people's conceptions of heaven and hell and I don't know. Oh man. So I am starting to, um, I'm really, we've talked about language not working, right? But I'm starting to get that even further. Like I'm really trying to get to this point where I'm like, how how could you possibly describe some certain things? Like, how when I think, when I think, and I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody's the same way, when you think, you think in your native language, right? Or maybe if you're maybe if you're bilingual, you, you think in both languages, or maybe you think in your you know, your first language or whatever but when you think, right? You think in that language so your thinking itself is is wrapped within a framework, right? A framework of your language. I actually was trying to do an exercise, a little like, I don't know what you would call it, meditation. Or I was just trying to think of something without attaching a word to it. You know what I mean? Something that I would know, you know? So like, say like the color blue. Can you think of the color blue without using the word, or without using any words, you know what I mean? Like, don't use any words and try to just think of something, you know? Maybe the color blue is too complex. Maybe try to go something smaller or something easier, like water, I don't know, or something that you're incredibly used to, food, or... But I was trying to do something like that, and... uh I didn't get very far with it, to tell you the truth. I, I, I'm finding it uh, almost impassable, um, or impassable. That was that was actually the right word. <laughs> the, the right word is impassable. It's like a block. It's like a little roadblock you gotta get past. So, because if you think about it, like in the spirit realm, see if I came across a person that spoke. Chinese or Japanese, you know, or just whatever, just a different language and whatever, you know, than English. If I come across them in the spirit realm, I believe we'd be able to communicate just straight up, 
you know what I mean? Or there would be a way for us to communicate and pass along ideas and things like that without, I don't know, without having to be forced to using words. So, anyways, uh, give me a break real quick right here. I'll I'll take a break and I'll come back and... (laughs) Sorry, this whole episode is just rambling. I know I said a while ago I was going to do an episode on, on my life and I on all my life up until I started uh, tripping and um, I do plan on still doing that but like I said this bad trip this that last bad trip uh, kind of set me off into a place oh that that's one thing I want to talk about when we come back I want to talk about uh, some sort of like natural balance that I'm feeling some something about uh, well I'll get into it when we come back just just a well, let's just remember that. Just a, a balance of the system or something like that. Alright guys, welcome back. So, when I talk about... Uh, let's talk about this balance here. And... So on the bad trip I talked about, I had experienced a nothingness, right? And then, so the trip afterwards, I encountered a place of everything, right? So it's almost like wherever wherever you go, there's an exact opposite almost. Um, That's one of the things, that's one of the things that happens with the mushrooms, you know, is like you can, since your, your vision, your mind is, since it's opened up, so it's not looking down one direction. Since now you're looking down multiple directions. You can look in two different directions almost at the same time, you know, or very similarly. Or once one thing, you think of one thing, you can think of the opposite thing. And so now this is actually happening in my like my life. Uh, so specifically, with, like with the dreams, with my dreams right now. When I have my dreams, uh, you know, not all my dreams are good. Sometimes they're they're good and sometimes they're bad. It almost seems like when I have a good dream, then I'll be followed by a bad dream. When I have a bad dream, it'll be followed by a good dream. And sometimes I'll have, like, a really good dream, like an amazing dream. And I'll wake up, and I'll I'll wake up, and I'll feel like I'm still like like I'm on the mushrooms almost, you know. Um, and then that'll be followed by <laughs> by a, a a seemingly almost demonic like dream, you know what I mean? It'll be followed by a, a really bad dream that'll scare me or something like that, you know. Um. Yeah, I wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I wake up and I feel like I'm on the mushrooms almost. Um, it'll feel like I'm like pushing out of my body almost, like, um, like I can feel things around me, or I'll be looking at things and I'll be seeing patterns almost not it's it's not it's definitely not as solid and visual as when you are on the mushrooms but it's almost like that um so for instance actually last night i i did have a dream uh that woke me that i woke up it was you know like two or four in the morning whatever i woke up and um 
and I I just I felt like I was still in dream world and I was remembering the dream so vividly and I was up and like walking around my body was like up and walking around but my head was still almost in the dream world um especially because I was concentrating I was thinking on it so clearly because I was like I was like what the heck was that you know it wasn't it wasn't a horrific dream or anything like that but it was it was still kind of a dream that weirded me out kind of and so I came and I uh I went to the bathroom and that was the when I was in the bathroom peeing that's when my mind clicked over back into this world you know as opposed to being in my dream world and I saw <laughs> the in in the in the bubbles in my in my pee <laughs> um just like that that glow that afterglow effect you know when when you're on the mushrooms like i i saw them and i saw a face in the in in the bubbles you know like um <laughs> i don't know how to describe it that's the only way to describe it there, there was a face in the bubbles <laughs> and uh so it i don't know it it's so weird i'm I've talked about this before, the, like, the entities that you come across are just unlike anything that you would feel like would be described by, um, like, a Christian that was trying to describe an angel or a demon or anything like that. I guess they... See, the a biblically accurate description of an angel is 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 more horrific than people think. You know what I mean? And it's like uh, if you saw that in real life, uh, like a seraphim or a what is it called? An oraphim or a what's it called? No, I don't remember what it's called. But anyways, the the seraphim. If you saw that in real life, you would shit your pants. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> There's a reason that the angels say, you know, fear not. That's like the first thing they say, right? It's because they're, they're scary looking fuckers. Um, so these things that I encounter, these entities, you know what I mean? I, some of them I describe as being demons. And then, but they just don't fit the description of what you would think a real, like what Christians would call a demon. You know what I mean? Christians say that like what's a demon like look like or doing or what they you know these things don't fit that description they they're off they're off somehow and um and maybe that's a hard thing for me to describe to to explain this is once again this is where my words are starting to fail really bad you know it's like these things can be scary but i wonder if it's a scariness just because of their unfamiliarity, you know. But I, I, I don't know. That could, see, the, the problem with a, a thought process like this is it does lead. It could lead down to bad things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, these things don't act the way that you would assume they would act based on what you listen to. Like, go on YouTube and listen to a pastor or someone talking about demonology or, you know, exorcisms or anything like that. Listen to them talk about that kind of stuff. And and li 
really listen to like what their descriptions are, what their actions are like, what they're trying to do. And I I do that. I listen to those things. I actually listened to one uh, was on, uh, on Friday. I watched a documentary on a guy talking about you know demonology and things like that. I also was looking at studying those Bosch paintings, things like that. And they're just it's just not the same. It's just not the same. And so it makes me question a lot of things. Like I, like I said, these things when they they scare you, right? Sometimes. And when they scare you, it's not because of how they look or what they're doing or, you know, like, like I, like I, I've said this before too, you know, you've, you've watched horror movies that have like horribly graphic, like, you know, terrible stuff, you know, like murder and rape and like horrible horror like body horror you know like if if, if anybody's been a fan of like body horror or something like that you know like really psychological like scary movies which uh, I used to be a fan of you know I don't think I could handle them now but if you think of that kind of stuff that's nothing nothing at all like what these things are like these things don't give off anything like that there's no violence there's no blood or gore or rape or you know there's nothing like that like none of these things that are presented to you are they're still like i said they're still scary you know what i mean i like i when i have the you know this that scary dream that woke me up where you know like i said i I was i was high like i said that's why i use the word weird is because it it wasn't actually scary what happened. It was more like a psychological weirdness, you know, to it. It was like a, what, what, why, 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 why something like that, you know? That doesn't make any sense. Like, that's just weird. How did I think of something like that? Or how did my dream go in that direction, you know? It's just, it just doesn't fit into, you know, a simple category. So... I don't know. <laughs> I hope some of this made sense. I, I hope some of this is making sense. Uh, I'm sorry this one's rambly. Like I said, my my mind right now is... I, I think you guys should be able to hear it. My mind is not matching my mouth at all, almost. Um, I can't... I'm just having a really, really hard time getting my thoughts to come out so i don't know maybe this is good exercise maybe it's good for me to actually you know continue to try to you know record these and things it's easy it's easier to go through the trips when it's like in a storyline element when i can when i can pull out the story in an event you know like one thing follows another you know what i mean but my mind doesn't work that way you know quite often my mind jumps around to one direction to another and back and forth you know and i'll find like i said i'll find some incredible things you know things that just like you know really uh make me stop and just kind of (laughs) like drop my jaw for a second uh as i'm thinking about things you know, my, uh, 
we 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 talk about was it Socrates that had the daemon? You know, every once in a while I hear my daemon, and he says the most incredible things. I'm just like, what? How do you come out of that? Like there, like I have. There's like no way I can believe what you're saying. Like what you're saying just sounds so fantastical. You know what I mean? And so I, I end up saying to him something like, uh, something like, well, we'll see if, if you say so. You know, <laughs> like then, you know, hopefully you're right. So, but I don't know. Crazy stuff. Uh. I wish I could describe some of this stuff better. Like I said, my mind is just not flowing appropriately. And so, anyways, I'm going to do another trip here coming up, uh, I guess, this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Like I said, I still want to get out this episode where I'm going to talk about my life in a, you know, like I said, everything leading up to when I started tripping and whatnot. So, I've also been thinking wanted to do <laughs> I talked I talked to somebody I, I, or I talked to the girlfriend about this I want to set up a uh, a family trip uh, I've got uh, basically two uncles and and my sister they also you know my sister my sister trips and my two uncles are willing to trip and so I was thinking that I could get you know all of us together and we can sit around a bonfire out in front of uh, you know in front of my house and um, see if that happens. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, anyways. Alright, so there's this episode. Um, like I said, sorry it's rambly. Sorry if I'm saying too many ums. I need to get something out right now. Um, that's part of why I'm recording this. Um, I probably need, like I said earlier, I probably need to be practicing talking. Uh, with my ideas and trying to get them out because right now it's it's at a point oh after the bad trip one of the things I ended up doing is I ended up smoking a lot of pot for um, for probably like a week you know I, I, I got I got pretty high on the pot to, to stop my mind from um, going as crazy as it was going and then I stopped again because you know I'm not a big fan of pot. I I'm not re- I don't really like pot. Because um, every once in a while a thought will pull itself through the the pot anyways. And when that thought comes through the the pot just doesn't interact well with some of those thoughts when they come through. But um, as soon as I stopped taking the pot again. Like, literally the next day, I felt my mind going just a million miles an hour again. I'm just like, oh god, here I go. I'm thinking so much all the time. Um, It'd be, you know, it's not exhausting or anything like that, but it's just, uh, like, I worry about how far it comes off of, like, what I can say or, you know or what I can, um, put into my life practically or something like that, I'm, I'm thinking more than I'm capable of even, like, baseline doing, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, or I hope, I hope that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, the weed helps, 
the weed helps a lot helps bring it back down helps slow your mind and kind of um, let it come down to a resting point um, because I think what the mushrooms have done to my mind is they've kind of let my mind have it, it, it's almost like it has a booster effect you know it's like working out it's like when you go to the gym you know you work out your your arm arms muscle arm muscles you know like eventually they start getting to a different level you know they start getting to a different size you know uh once you break past that that first plateau you know <laughs> a lot of people get to a big spot so i i think my mind has kind of done the same thing using the shrooms i think it's exercised to a point now where it's it's probably just you know working all the time like i said it's not even exhausting but i'm always constantly thinking about crazy things you know what i mean or just just topics that are you know you know, just like these philosophical topics and everything like that. I watched an entire documentary on, like, the Freemasons. <laughs> you know, like, some people, like, have this theory that they're, like, a satanic cult or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know how, I don't know much about that. Like, <laughs> But anyways, but it was an interesting documentary, to say, to say the least, you know. It was still stimulating mind-wise. And it did bring up some interesting thoughts that you could run and play with that I ended up doing. See, that's kind of what happened. I ended up watching like three documentaries on like homeless people and like, you know, your mind like really starts thinking on those things. One of the things also that the mushrooms do is they add this emotional element to to words, you know, like like a word will trigger an emotional like little thing in your brain so there's there's more you you end up connecting to more than just you know what most people do most people when they when they talk these words come across and they have a certain level of meaning but but the word has a has might have a more profound meaning to some people than it will to others you know if i say love you know what's the first thing you think of do you think of you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, or do you think of a family member? Do you think of your mom, your dad? Do you think of your pet? You know? Um, so, you know, and those are radically different things that are going to make you feel radically different ways, you know what I mean? So the language, you know, sometimes when you're you can you can really feel, I guess, for like like well, like I said, I was watching a homeless documentary, and so you could you could really feel for some of them when they had like a, a more powerful story to tell. You know, you could it ring a little harder than maybe some of the other ones. You know what I mean? You, you can just hear something and feel it a little, as opposed to just you know just hearing whatever they're hearing the words that are coming out of their mouth instead you're you're hearing their story i guess if that makes sense so that's one thing that the i guess the mushrooms have done is they've kind of and that's part of the whole like i said the whole seeing things out of the corner of my eye those little you know like little gnomes or elves running around or or seeing the reflection in the tv or 
that's what that is, you know. It, it's it's paying attention to something a little bit deeper. It's just like one layer further, you know what I mean? And even though I'm not high and I'm not on mushrooms, uh, I can feel that layer deeper just a little bit, you know. Like I said, it's nothing like on the mushrooms. It's nothing like you know. I'm not I'm not high, you know what I mean? But you can just feel past you know what would be considered baseline normal for most people so i hope that makes sense i hope that's the, I, I guess that would be the conclusion of of this episode right here you know is that's where i'm at and that's why i'm having trouble with the words and speaking and bringing it all together and everything like that is because there are other things i guess little distractions everywhere uh you know that places places that you can go that you'll get pulled off into you know your mind will start to wander down a track and it'll go further than you can bring back you know than your body can bring back i guess you know or your brain or something like that or language can bring back it goes further than language can bring back because sometimes it'll just go too far that you, even though you know what you're thinking of even if I was to say, here's something. Even though, even though I'm 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 thinking these things, and I know how I'm thinking of them, because they're associated with certain, you know, emotions and whatnot. When I bring them back, even if I were to say them out loud, they might not come across. You might not understand what I'm actually saying. Um, this is why I believe this is why Jesus talked in parables. You know, he realized that simply explaining it, you know, or trying to explain it in a in a very open, you know, just trying to explain it using words just wouldn't work. You know what I mean? He had to associate a story with it, so the story stuck harder. So that way, and, and and so you can draw more out of it. You know, you can you can look at it from different people's perspectives, and you can, you know, it's just yeah. It, it just it. I think that's why he spoke in parables, and I I think, you know, I think my mind's gonna have to start doing something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, start coming up with uh with stories to explain how. I'm, feeling or seeing things or whatever you know it's not the same as before now before when i on the on the trip reports as i'm talking um a lot of the times i am just putting it together and language breaks down on those because you know i can't describe you know very well exactly what happened i've talked about that before but now i think i'm i think i'm at a point that's even further now and um so yeah so we'll see i'm gonna trip again on uh yeah like i said about this upcoming weekend so anyways happy valentine's day everybody <laughs> i'll let y'all go so uh thanks for like listening hey if you stuck around to the end of this god bless you man because i know this is just a rambling mess but um anyways thanks Thank you.